0: Well, good evening, everyone, and a warm welcome to our evening service. And we pray that God will bless us together as we wait upon him. He has told us in his word, don't put off gathering together in this way. And so as we gather together, we pray that we will be led by the Spirit and that all we do will be to his glory and praise. (laughs) Jägra schwör ja nichte wo konnte die chäle chines <laughs> fäsker to la hanä s'nüd hoke henne choschine hirne wo go in geller kochach vorä welle gisch na trut chrainat anä gwelo s'biahn bchume wi gart bi machä säi sächä gwelo wani go konnte ding idertigallä as gat doch us die geller nach de gallä Ieirmydd cwydach yw'r sgwnau gwyz trôrach yw'r spirit nawr. Oed gwyfidhyn ywch chi'r spirit hen hadol gair biwchach yw'n yw'r tydabydd bi amsynol. Sa'n siŵn yw gwni gwyf halae chi ti siŵn yw'n yw'n hwylini a'ch gondod yn hen. spirit hen agael hals. Sgair trôrach yw sgair stiwddwch yw'r na dîdyn s na nach die a a ha meget de waar gaz had isent in eermedag ha leo korrig go siry troch de hier na ponig goze wis grasen moorde far se sin noch ek in fisker, dumse, so nohk, moshal, spirit, net a nerdy fisker, it was a common hoony. Stuhener adain a toch, or maglu his sheepshe dumse, to lu his mischievshe maringhildner. Mochal, spirit, a close at a sennit a it could the yay the head of poor Haddon? Urs a se hay in a as a yenya. Sashing at the monger here as you Ruhe ich habe eine Grausch, die ich habe, 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 to moment, and be spirit now, and her comus no huli nichinigiana, three dear gar cumar suas. Such an yatamala was on to Humar suas, to feel the goal, you de fame and said, Sir, you know, Fakal Uddes Vinaki all. Ashing at the Mondago, she's a good chin, you could tell your tripletchins, your nullichins, your chuckle and slayer druggling. She's a good chin in a harder than old Ostse, you'll you you hear your cashier, said Yapan, and kid trips like his gachi, and the nostrils, fearing a yapan in chinish earchinish, as you a your mach and the nostrils gachi, a the and a hack, such a chin for a the love of Levis shinke machagnosi, it was given to Hane, Kashik Slainke at Konda, Danyasanurik, and So Hulitanella half at the the suns, a new geary, Gabito Henga of fame, Scabito, se ein to get se de son as in asmoch nach hunne tala Lo gerieef dich get he ach in goedrich geich kasker kocht de Maschine noslaunching, had tamsin yoid. Ach a mallege beguked the hearne, could a tussing ye have shouting heddish and hulinis and such in your corny, when carded to go feistelach, gach quent, ugus yoed or, ugus gibit to him and comers to him, when coursed to him in a carst and sheerie, ugus gibit to him, when comers to him, ugus gannashtachus camishnach, as Si'n y gwrnny hynny'n siŵn ychwanegol dynnu haeas dy machag ddeos ysad gwrnion barawn, yn ogyri, hat yw, sy'n hat bach. Had nyr dachyans, had nyr cewlychyn, had nyr bach yn mong gwrsion, snyr sgidhan, nyr gaelthoch, snyr nielanans. Sioghe hynny'n gwrig y imell yn doin fwrdd, fydigus i hê. The wages, the girls, 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 the Scafesh give me more than a chant. Give it the money in yon a tay. Scafesh give me the rea in the cork. Sneaking clod where the ant of the yankee and the nanam to lend a nerve. Yes, it is. Beamishing a the huss, my a hoheness, the British line became a Yiddish lover. It was not been with The sheet and were cruel, and the cannas took his netter is the Honor, who was king and a Nishan noble. I was the hit Gamor, a whiskey with to it in Yiscrisse, de the Adjacus to the Vianachal Lachtain, a whiskey in a slur, a whiskey for aestach. Schnuggonias and Cohenalla ha the ...unabig astioi diuradus <laughs> fein. So she ne gurni hirna son a cohan o lanela... ...haar phogar fat... ...gebe duhean gan gianag... ...di mwyn di dunia a haa úsat شیم تا شنگو افتادن هرگیان آنر که هنر خیلی ها، نبودن هایکری است که لاب پنچ نه کلابی کننده هک ناکری، شیم یک گونیارش نه خود نیه هشنش، خودتون یه i gén gwy lian o der conjoy winn у nacho, das sydd fyrdd es yna hwylini asod计 ihan o és gwyd agrodag o discouraged amyr ol 커� 거� dal godad o'r cerwy agodawан o verabl gori. Nid chytn arion grori ond y schield man ruhig ich gwiss sicher ich bi jetz chli unni in truh ich gwürd tüschter stephas natuma fe bi anische neiche konti de chäle bi hne tot en hasch gorn han's gar kei gnenntri ich bi gar null us gwartt gschlache fahn han i ne can a can count key, the Henneton Carava, and Conniston Ray, and yard the other tore in as she did yard the clump to grunge. In order to gain to he head, she ye had all her lovers. It was nach ark, tore in sippy, net jay. Ishti ernuri and Mahans, procuring and the cheese, Marinko grass for ernulifiarchi and serchak and cottage, and the Nanamptius Tashingayori, said his cousin. Amen. We now read a portion of God's word. As we find that in the Old Testament book of the prophet Jeremiah. The Old Testament book of Jeremiah and chapter 18. The word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord saying, Arise and go down to the potter's house and there I will cause thee to hear my words. Then I went down to the potter's house, and behold, he wrought a work on the wheels. And the vessel that he made of clay was marred in the hand of the potter. So he made it again another vessel, as seemed good to the potter to make it. Then the word of God of the Lord came to me, saying, O house of Israel, cannot I do with you as this potter saith the Lord? Behold, as the clay is in the potter's hand, so are ye in mine hand, O house of Israel. At what instant I shall speak concerning a nation and concerning a kingdom, to pluck up and to pull down and to destroy it? If that nation against whom I have pronounced turn from their evil, I will repent of the evil that I thought to do unto them. And at what instant I shall speak concerning a nation and concerning a kingdom to build and to plant it? If it do evil in my sight, that it obey not my voice, then I will repent of the good wherewith I said I would benefit them. Now therefore go to speak to the men of Judah and to the inhabitants of Jerusalem, saying, Thus saith the Lord, Behold, I frame evil against you, and devise a device against you. Return ye now every one from his evil way and make your ways and your doings good. And they said, There is no hope, but we will walk after our own devices, and we will every one do the imagination of his evil heart. Therefore thus saith the Lord, Ask ye now among the heathen who hath heard such things, the virgin of Israel hath done a very horrible thing. Will a man leave the snow of Lebanon, which cometh from the rock of the field? Or shall the cold flowing waters that come from another place be forsaken? Because my people have forgotten me, they have burned incense to vanity, and they have caused them to stumble in their ways from the ancient paths, to walk in paths in a way not cast up, to make their land desolate and a perpetual hissing. Every one that passeth thereby shall be astonished and wag his head. I will scatter them as with an east wind before the enemy. I will show them the back and not the face in the day of their calamity. Then said they, Come and let us devise devices against Jeremiah, for the law shall not perish from the priest, nor counsel from the wise, nor the word from the prophet. Come and let us smite him with the tongue, and let us not give heed to any of his words. Give heed to me, O Lord, And hearken to the voice of them that contend with me. Shall evil be recompensed for good. For they have digged a pit for my soul. Remember that I stood before thee to speak good for them. And to turn away thy wrath from them. Therefore deliver up their children to the famine. And pour out their blood by the force of the sword. And let their wives be bereaved of their children. And be widows. And let their men be put to death. Let their young men be slain by the sword in battle. Let a cry be heard from their houses, when thou shalt bring a troop suddenly upon them. For they have digged a pit to take me, and hid snares from my feet. Yet, Lord, thou knowest all their counsel against me to slay me. Forgive not their iniquity, neither blot out their sin from thy sight. But let them be overthrown before thee. Deal thus with them in the time of thine anger. Amen, and we know the Lord will add His own blessing to His own holy and inspired Word. As we come to God's Word, let us ask for His blessing upon His own Word. O gracious and almighty God, As we stand before your open word this evening, we pray, Lord, for the help and guidance of your Spirit. For you know, Lord, that without you that we are nothing and can do nothing at all. But when you are with us in the person of your Holy Spirit, you enable us to do all things through Jesus Christ, who is our upholder and the one who undertakes for us. We thank you, Lord, for the privilege we have of being your poor and humble selves. And as we open your word this evening, Lord, we pray that you would speak into all our hearts and souls, as speakers and hearers alike, that your word would come alive to us, and that you yourself would have the glory and the honour and the praise, and that we as your people would be blessed. And so, Lord, I pray that you would take the service in hand that you would make a glorious name for yourself out of my weakness and of my frailty. And I ask, Lord, that all that we do be to your glory and praise as we continue to wait upon you. Hear our prayer and forgive graciously anything that we might say or do that is contrary to thy will. For we ask it in Jesus' name and for his sake. Amen. Now for a short time together. Let us turn again to the portion of scripture we read in the Old Testament book of the prophet Jeremiah, and at chapter 18, and we can read again at the beginning of the chapter. The word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord, saying, Arise and go down to the potter's house, and there I will cause thee to hear my words. Then I went down to the potter's house, and behold, he wrought a work on the wheels, and the vessel that he made of clay was marred in the hand of the potter. So he made it again another vessel, as seemed good to the potter to make it. Jeremiah was born in the year 646 BC, born in the village of Anatoth, a few miles northeast of Jerusalem. His life was not an easy one. He was known as the weeping prophet. He was ordained to be a prophet from the womb. Chapter 1, verse 4. And the vessel that he made, sorry, uh, chapter, chapter 1 and verse 4. Then the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee. And I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. Isn't that awesome? That the God who knew and sanctified and ordained Jeremiah to the ministry from the womb. That is the God who knew that all of us here tonight would be gathered here. Your heart and my heart, he knows. Even our thoughts, there is nothing hid from him. And then Jeremiah said, Ah, Lord God. Behold, I cannot speak, for I am a child. But the Lord said unto him to encourage him and to strengthen him. In verse 4, I think it is. But say not, I am a child, for thou shalt go to all that I shall send thee. And whatsoever I command thee, thou shalt speak. Be not afraid of their faces, for I am with thee to deliver thee, saith the Lord. Now, this is truly fantastic, what the Lord does next. Then the Lord put forth his hand, and he touched my mouth. That's the prophet Jeremiah speaking. And the Lord said unto me, Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. See, I have this day set thee over nations and over kingdoms, to root them out, to cut them down, and to destroy, and to throw down, and to build up again. is not this breathtaking. God saying to Jeremiah, I have sanctified you, I have set you aside, I have set you aside for a special work, I have ordained you a prophet, or if you prefer, a minister, my word To bring my word to the nations and kingdom. That is awesome. And as I mentioned already, his life was not an easy one. His own family turned against him. And they even plotted to kill him. Because he was faithful and true to the word of God. That's in Jeremiah 12, verse 6. Over the years he was whipped and put in the stocks because he was faithfully preaching the word that was given him. Not his own words, but the word that God put in his mouth. Chapter 2, verses 1 to 3. He was also attacked in God's house for he proclaimed God's message. Priests and prophets, those who should have been on his own side, And fighting the good fight with them. They're the ones who turned against him. In chapter 26 verses 1 to 9 we have an account of that. His life was threatened by the king. Chapter 36 verse 26. He suffered ridicule and mocking. He was rejected by the very ones he was serving. And Jesus said in Mark chapter 6 verse 4. A prophet is not without honor but in his own country, and among his own kin, and in his own house. How true, how true that is even in our own day. Failure seems to follow the prophet as he sees the city of Jerusalem invaded, the temple destroyed, and the people he so faithfully and fearlessly prophesied and preached to they are being taken captive. In Luke's gospel chapter 19 and verse 41, Jesus whips over the city of Jerusalem. In his mind's eye, Jesus was seeing the destruction of Jerusalem, and he wept over it. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, who stoneth the prophets and kills those were sent to you how often I would have gathered you even as a chicken as a hen gathers its chickens but ye would not you wouldn't and Jesus wept over the city because he knew they were going to reject him and the prophet Jeremiah he wept for his people of the day because there was little wonder he wept to remembering to remember that they turned against him even the prophets the priests they turned against him his own family turned against him the king turned against him they were all against him and not against him but the word that he faithfully preached little wonder the prophet wept You'll remember in the days of Noah how Noah faithfully told the people of his time how God was going to send a huge flood on the earth. And God told Noah to build a huge ship for the saving of himself and his family and two of every living creature that drew the breath of life. And Noah began the work that God gave him to do. And at the same time, he preached to the people and he told them, This flood is going to come. Be prepared. But they mocked him. And what did they say? Oh, Noah, look at him. He's building a huge ship in the middle of nowhere where there is no river, no water. He's losing the plot. Noah, he must be having sunstroke. And they mocked him and they laughed. But you know, when the day Noah went into the ark and all that God commanded him, and God closed the door of the ark, those people weren't laughing then. When the door of the ark was closed and the fountains of the deep burst open into life and the deluge descended from heaven and the earth, earth began to fill up with water. And you can just make a picture of those people running to the door of the ark to get in. But it was too late. Too late. Psalm twenty-one says at verse 1, My safety cometh from the Lord who heaven and earth hath made. I trust that is where your own hope and my hope of eternal safety lies tonight. Verses 1 to 3 of the chapter we read, the word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord saying, Arise and go down to the potter's house and there I will cause thee to hear my words. Then I went down to the potter's house, and behold, he wrought a work on the wheels. There are three lessons that Jeremiah learned at the potter's house that day, and the first one is that the potter is always at work with the clay. The potter is always at work with the clay. As we all know, clay is dug from the ground, and the potter's work begins by searching for the right type of clay. The right type of clay to make the vessel he has in mind. He goes to the river bank and he wades into the river. It's dark, it's cold, it's dirty, but he perseveres till he finds the right type of clay that he's looking for. Does this not remind us of the horrible pit from which we were taken from? When God, the master, Potter, came looking for us. Yes, that's right. He came looking for us. We didn't go looking for him. No, he came looking for us. He, in his love and mercy, came looking for us. And where did he find us? Well, I can't speak for any of you. But he found me wallowing in the filth (laughs) of my sins. Almost sunk out of sight. Lost And without hope in this world. We were singing just a short time ago. He took me from a fearful pit. And from the mighty clay. The mighty clay of sin. That's where he found me. And remember this friend. No matter how deep you have sunk into the pit of sin. Or are even sinking into it. The everlasting arms of the saviour goes deeper. To lift us up again. And isn't it amazing the great love and infinite care that God exercised as he drew us out of that fearful pit. And as the potter puts the lump of clay he has retrieved on the will, so our master Potter God puts us on the solid rock of salvation, which is Christ Jesus. Does he leave us there just to get on with it? No. As the potter puts the clay he has retrieved on the wheel, and the wheel begins to turn, the potter applies his hands to the clay, and he begins to mould and to ship. Begins to mould and to ship into a vessel to his liking. And what does God do when he begins with the good work? He puts a new song in our mouth. We we, we, we sang it in the psalm. He puts a new song in our mouth. A song of praise. A song of thanksgiving. A song that was never there before. He has turned us around and pointed us and points us in a completely different direction to what we were going to. He points us in the way of life. And I came across this little verse as I try to put these thoughts together. It's a hymn, and it's just one verse. We could have sung it tonight, but don't want to put too much pressure on the presenters. The the verse that I chose goes like this. It's, all to Jesus I surrender. All to him I freely give. I will ever love and trust him in his presence daily live. (sighs) It's easy enough to sing that chorus, but it's another thing to live out the message. Have we come with our thanksgiving to our God? Do we thank him every day that he didn't turn away from the sin and shame that he found us in? Do we praise his holy name for the good love and the great love and compassion that constrained him to provide for our salvation? Even while we were still his enemies, and tonight, my friend, if you are still on the outside of God's grace, then Jesus is searching for you. The master potter, Jesus, he is always at work. He never stops. His spirit is always probing, seeking to find a way into our heart. Do you know? He will never force his way into your heart because that's not the way he works. There's a wee story told. ...about Queen Victoria. She used to love going to visit her people round about where she lived. And she especially loved to visit the older people. And there was an old lady living in a cottage in the wood... ...just not far from the palace. And this day the lady had fallen out with her neighbours. She was in a bit of a foul mud. And she went home and she closed the door behind her... ...and she thought to herself... When those neighbours of mine come to borrow something, and they will, oh, they're not getting in here, I've locked the door. And very shortly after, she heard footsteps approaching the door, and the knock came, a gentle knock, and she just had a wee laugh to herself. Several times, the light knock on the door came, and finally the old lady shouted out, Ah, you can knock away till domesday, but I'll no let you in. After a while, footsteps were heard, retreating from the door, and she laughed to herself. The following morning, she was not laughing when she heard that her queen had called at her door for a visit, and she didn't let her in. (coughs) But there's a greater one than any earthly monarch knocking on the door of her own heart, the King of Kings is knocking on the door of your heart, And especially if you are outside the fold, God is knocking on the door of your heart. He could have been knocking for years, and you have not let him in. But remember this, friend. There is a day coming, and God is going to knock for the last time. Every time you sit under the word of God, and the minister challenges you, Jesus is knocking, and he wants in. A solemn reminder for you tonight, Now is the accepted time. Behold, today is the day of salvation. Second Corinthians 6 and 2. The second lesson the prophet learned was that some lumps of clay, because they contain impurities, they will not yield to the potter's touch. So what does the potter do? Verse 4, And the vessel that he made of clay was marred in the hand of the potter, so he made it again another vessel, as seemed good to the potter to make it. As Jeremiah watched the potter at work, how he removed the clay from the will and extracted the debris and all the foreign object that prevented him from creating the vessel he intended, he came to realize that that is precisely the way God works with us as well the potter could easily have discarded the bit of clay and started again with a new bit (coughs) verse 6 o house of israel cannot i do with you as this potter saith the lord behold as the clay is in the hand of the potter so are ye in my hand o house of israel in the chapter we read we see that the word of god gave the prophet the word that the word god gave the prophet for the house of israel and that's namely judah had been discarded verse 18 then said they come and let us devise devices against jeremiah for the law shall not perish from the priest nor counsel from the wise nor the word from the prophet come and let us smite them with the tongue, and let us not give heed to any of his words. These people, they have re- refused to accept the warnings of destruction that is going to befall them. They have closed their ears to the word of God, and the prophet who once so diligently sought their good, now in his anguish, he prays in verse 19. Give heed to me, O Lord, and hearken to the voice of them that contend with me. Shall evil be recompensed for good, for they have digged a pit for my soul. Remember that I stood before thee to speak good for them, and to turn away thy wrath from them. Therefore deliver up their children to the famine, and pour out their blood by the force of the sword, and let their wives be bereaved of their children, and so on to the end of the chapter. Jeremiah, he truly loved these people, the people who now seek to ignore him, slander him, even try to kill him, although he had done good for them. But they repay him with evil. Instead of interceding as he had done before, Jeremiah is now actually handing these people over to the will of God and to the fit that God has already proclaim against them how sad that a people who had heard so faithfully about the destruction God was going to bring upon them because of their sins they also heard how God was going to turn away his hot anger and not destroy them if they returned in repentance to him sadly they refused to listen what about us tonight I cannot speak for you but concerning myself God had every right to discard me out of his sight and start anew somewhere else but he didn't and I can tell you he's having an awful job shaping and molding this old bit of clay but for God begins with the work of saving grace he will bring it to its fruition And they are in here tonight, and they've given their lives to Jesus many, many years ago. They're still on the road, and they're still as active in the church as ever they were. There are others who have begun maybe a year, two years ago, and God has a work for you. He's got a work for us all. For he began with the work of saving grace, he'll bring it to its completion. Have you given your life over to the master potter? Only he, and he only, can change you and me. The deeper you think you have sunk into the mighty pit of sin, the greater your need to cry out to God. Cry out to Jesus to reshape and remold your whole life. Someone once said that Moses lived the first 40 years of his life thinking he was a somebody. He lived the next 40 years of his life being a nobody. And he lived the last 40 years of his life learning how God can make a somebody out of a nobody. And that is what God can do with you and me. God gave Moses the gift of leadership. He has also given each one of us who are believers a gift or gifts. They're God-given. Use them for his glory and honor. And I'm mindful the time is going by. The third lesson Jeremiah learned that day at the potter's house, and it's the grandest of them all, and it is he learned the potter never gives up on a lump of clay. He will keep on working with it, extracting whatever that spoils it until he creates something beautiful. And as Jeremiah marveled at the patience and perseverance of the potter, so he also discovered there the determination of God. He will not give up on his people. Ever since the fall of our first parents, God has been engaged in the work of regenerating grace. Take for example Jacob, sly, crafty, selfish. The type of man we would have thought God would have thrown on the scrap heap, But God didn't do it because he was determined to make something good and beautiful out of Jacob. And he did it. King David who committed adultery and had Uriah killed in battle. The type of fellow any of us would think God will have nothing to do with this man. But several times in the Bible, God says about David, He is a man after my own heart. And God did something good and beautiful out of David. Or what about Simon Peter, who just before dawn denied ever knowing Jesus? I never knew him he cried with oaths and curses. Here is the type of person that we would have thought, Well, surely Jesus will completely forget about Simon Peter and throw him out for good. That God was determined to do something good and beautiful out of Peter, and he did it. This, my friend, is the good news of the gospel, that God is equally determined to make something good and beautiful out of your life and mine. Isn't that a wonderful encouragement? That should be a wonderful encouragement for us all. God at this very moment is working, shaping and molding you and me into the vessels of beauty fit for his service. Is he working in you? If he isn't, it's because of your stubborn heart that you won't give in to him. I'm going to tell you a story and I'm going to finish with this. It's a story about, I've probably told this story already, but... I think it's worth telling again. It's a story about Duncan Campbell. He was playing the bagpipes at a dance one evening, and the Spirit of God came upon him. The Spirit of God was working in his soul, and he threw the bagpipes to the side, and off he went home. And on his way home, a young lad joined him, and this young lad thought that the same thing had happened to him. And when they were parting one from the other, the young lad said to Duncan Campbell, what are you going to do? And Duncan Campbell said, I'm going to pray. What are you going to do? And the young lad said, I don't know. I can't make up my mind. Oh, my friends, the danger of delay. The years went by. And Duncan Campbell was called to the ministry, and God used him mightily in his service. The young lad, he got on well with whatever he was doing, but the day came, and he was on his deathbed, and he was in great pain, and his wife said to him, I'm going to call the minister so that he will pray for you. And he said, oh, there's no need, there's no need, he said. I made up my mind the night I parted. Duncan Campbell, he didn't do what he ought to have done, he did pray Second Corinthians 6 and 2 I've, I've said it already I'll say it again Now is the accepted time Behold Now is the day of salvation If Jesus is knocking On the door of your heart tonight Open it for For tomorrow Might never come for it Too late May God bless Those few thoughts in his word Let's pray Our gracious and almighty God We praise and thank you For your word And we ask Lord That us to put potter <coughs> shipped the vessels that he was making and made them into something beautiful. We pray, Lord, that you yourself would ship and mould each one of us into a vessel that would be fit for your service. We thank you, Lord, that you have helped us and guided us down through the years, even to this present time and help us, Lord, to be true and faithful to you. Keep us humble at all times at your footstool, and may we always be looking away from selfish self and looking more and more unto thee, the one who is able to do in us and through us and for us, far abundantly above anything that we could ever hope to be. Bless us in the week that is opening up before us. Keep us true to yourself. Keep us humble at all times at your footstool. And may we be found looking unto thee, who art the author and perfecter of our faith. Help us to sing thy praises in conclusion, cleansing us from all our sins. For Jesus' sake we ask it, and for his glory. Amen. Amen. Now may grace, mercy and peace from God the Father, Son and Holy Spirit one God blessed for ever, rest on and abide with us all, and with all those whom we love and hold dear, and with all of God's people everywhere, this night forth and forevermore. Amen.